0: early 2024, and you'll definitely want to be there. You are listening to Episode 9 of the Create What You Crave Podcast, the one where I teach you the tool that will literally change your life. Welcome to the Create What You Crave Podcast, a place for creating the self-confidence you need to be your best self as a leader at work and in life. If you want to bring more authenticity, more boldness, more clarity, and more fun to your world, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Barbara Churchill. Here we go. Hey, 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 happy Wednesday to you. I hope you're doing well and kicking some butt at work or if you're an entrepreneur in your business. I am doing fabulously well. And, you know, I noticed that I use the word fabulous a lot or fab. It's such a great word and it really makes me feel fab. I just got back from my annual mastermind conference hosted by the school where I was certified as a life coach. It was amazing on so many levels. I met the most interesting people during my time in Austin, Texas. That's a great town, by the way. If, you, if you've never been there, I highly recommend going. Great food, fun sites, all around good times. So before I left for this trip, I set an intention to meet women that I would connect with on a deeper level, and I am happy to report I did just that. Making new connections was really important to me, and I was able to have small group lunches and dinners, and the conversations were so juicy. Women are like that, right? We can get down into it very quickly when we feel safe and heard. It was so fun listening to different viewpoints and talking about coaching and how it has changed not only our lives, but the lives of our clients. It was all just so good. So before I dive into the episode, I want to give a shout out to one of my listeners, Paula. Here's what she said about our podcast. Barbara's podcast is spot on. Each episode sparks a new way to think about how to show up to your life with confidence and intention. She's honest, open, and a delight to listen to. I highly recommend. Paula, thank you so much for that. That's amazing. I appreciate your five-star rating and review, and I'm so glad that what I'm doing is resonating with you and you're getting a ton of value from it. That just makes my heart sing, and I just love the work that I get to do. So thank you, my friend. And with that in mind, today's episode is going to touch on the coaching tool I learned when I got certified as a life coach back in 2013. I can't even believe that it's been that long. Holy Hannah. Time flies when you're changing lives, my friends. So first, let me give you a little background on how and why we think the way we do. When we were young, we were taught how to walk, how to eat, how to read, how to do math, you know, all that basic stuff in life that you need to live life to the fullest, I guess. We were taught what to think and why to think that way but never how to think, right? There weren't any university classes on how to think in a way that benefits us, how to manage all those thoughts, mostly negative, by the way, all those thoughts that run through our heads every single day. We were never taught to question those thoughts, those that really don't serve us. We were never taught that our minds churn out negative thoughts because that's how we're wired from primitive times. You know, Notice the negative, notice the danger and we were certainly never taught that we could choose our thoughts and think on purpose. I went through life like most of my clients thinking that I thinking what I was told to think or shown by example what and how to think. I mean, our parents, our relatives, our friends, teachers, bosses, society, all of that influenced the thoughts that we had. And as a species, we had to figure out how to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and do it with the least amount of effort in order to feel comfortable, fed, connected, and alive. But we don't have to do that anymore because our culture has evolved to a point where most of us don't have to worry about survival, right? Our brains are like a toddler running around, unsupervised with scissors, and no good can ever come from that. So, now we get to think on purpose. We are not at the effect of our brains, that autopilot thinking we're so used to. We get to choose what we want to think. Isn't that the best news ever? We get to choose what to think, and those thoughts will bring about the results that we want, but we need to learn the tools we need to do so. It's kind of like um, kind of like a carpenter. When she first, first starts learning to use tools of the trade, she may not know how to use a hammer effectively or what a miter saw is for. It's only after practicing and learning that a carpenter knows how to use all the tools in her toolbox. And that's like the same thing in coaching. I have tools in my coaching toolbox that I use regularly. And I was taught this tool called the model by my coach and mentor, and I use it daily with myself and with my clients. When I first learned it, I'm here to tell you my mind was blown. I was like, are you serious? Do you know how much money I could have saved in therapy if I'd have known about this tool? Holy Hannah. So are you ready? Here we go. All aspects of life are categorized into five things. Circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. There's nothing in the world that can't be put into one of these categories, okay? Now, once we see how things are categorized, we can easily see how our interaction with these things determines our experiences in life. How we think about things determines how we feel about things. And how we feel about things determines what we do. And what we do or don't do creates results. The sum of the results creates our lives. That's how it works. Now, I'm sure this concept isn't really foreign to you. I'm sure you've heard things like, hey, thoughts create things, or what you think about, you bring about, or a myriad of other ways to say what you think creates your results. So paying attention to your thoughts is very important. And I'm gonna tell you something, it's gonna be a bit harder than you think because your brain is on autopilot most of the time. So much of what you think seems true, right? And you don't question it. You just believe pretty much everything that runs around in your brain. In fact, your brain judges your thoughts and results all the time, and sometimes super harshly. We've talked about that. you've heard me talk about Judgy McJudgerson, right? That's what your brain is doing. And that isn't useful and doesn't create an environment where you're able to create positive change. So here are the definitions of each category, okay? circumstances. These are things that happen in the world that we can't control. They are neutral. They are facts. You can prove them in a court of law. Okay. This is a flower. I am a life coach. That is a car. Everybody believes it, not just you, right? Everybody agrees. Yes, that is a tree. Okay. Then we have thoughts and thoughts are just sentences that are in your mind and they are sentences about the circumstance, and they are always optional. They're the cause of all problems and all successes. Then we have feelings, and feelings are vibrations that happen in your body, and they're caused by thoughts, not circumstances. Everybody thinks their circumstances causes their feelings. If my boss were only not such a prick, if my kids would just behave yada, 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 right? Our feelings are caused by our thoughts and feelings are one word. Okay. Sad, content, angry, confused, excited, one word. And then we have our actions, our behavior, what we do in the world and what we don't do in action. And those are caused and fueled by our feelings, right? Our feelings drive our actions. And then the results is what we see in the world, what we see in our lives as an effect of our actions or inaction, okay? The result will always be evidence for that original thought. So that was a lot of stuff right there. (laughs) But being aware of your thinking takes practice. I really want you to understand that this is not an arrival thing. You're going to start to want to notice your thoughts from the position of being an observer, a compassionate observer. And as that observer, you become more and more aware of who you really are, someone who is not at the mercy of unconscious thinking. This is about looking at your life with curiosity rather than criticism. This is what my life is right now. This is the job that I have. This is what I weigh this is how much money I make. This is the relationship I have. This is the family I have. This isn't the result that I wanted. And so on and so on, right? Just observing it with curiosity and noticing. Just noticing what your thoughts are without judgment, with love and compassion is life-changing. Just noticing those imposter phenomenon thoughts removes the majority of power they have over you. Think about When you live a conscious, deliberate life, you're a co-creator with the universe. You are creating your life on purpose. So let's do an example, okay? Say you find yourself thinking this over and over again, I need to work really hard to, to prove my worth, okay? So here is our model. We write a capital C with a colon. Our circumstance is what? Your job, your current job, okay? Then underneath that, we put a capital T with a colon, and here's our thought. I have to work really hard to prove my worth. Now, when you think that, ask yourself, how do I feel when I think this? And really be with that thought. Where in your body are you feeling something? And what is that something? That's your F line, your feeling line. So capital F with a colon, are you frustrated? Are you exhausted? Are you overwhelmed? Whatever it is you're feeling, remember, it's one word, and that's what you put there okay? So I'm going to just choose frustrated, all right? So now ask yourself, how do I act when I feel frustrated? So now that's our A line, right? That's our action line. So capital A and a colon, now you list all of the ways you show up in the world when you feel frustrated. What do you do? You start work early? Do you stay late? Are you overscheduling your workday? Are you becoming a perfectionist? Do you take on more than what you can do? Maybe you never say no. Maybe you don't set boundaries around your time. Maybe you're missing deadlines. Maybe you work during family time. List every way you show up in the world and ways you don't in the A-line, okay? And then we finally have the result. That's a capital R with a colon. And what's the result of all of these actions? Because your actions will give you the results that you have. And the result is of all of this, you will continue to work hard without feeling worthy. Do you see how this model works and how this isn't useful? I call these unintentional thoughts, and they are always not useful. They don't get you to where you want to go, and they often make you feel like shit. The point of the model is twofold, to help you notice your thoughts and feelings, And to help you decide if you want to choose a different intentional thought that feels better than the old one. Then, my friend, you get to practice noticing your thoughts and creating useful ones. There's never an arrival because we have so many thoughts in our heads at any given time. The win, though, is changing the thought that doesn't serve you. And after practicing the new one, believing it. And a belief is just a thought that sentence in your head. That you've been thinking for a really long time. You get to examine those beliefs to see if you still want them. And that is so powerful. I've had beliefs in my head that weren't mine anymore. I mean, stuff pops up and I'm like, where the heck did that come from? And they came from my parents or my teachers or a past boss, you know, wherever they came from, they no longer align with who I am or who I am becoming. So now I get to choose different thoughts that I practice daily that will soon become my beliefs. And you get to do the same thing. Now, once you know what your unintentional thought is that you're having and how it affects the results of your life, you get to decide if you want to keep thinking this or choose something else that helps you feel just a little bit better. So for our example, you might choose to think instead, it's possible I add value in my job and work 40 to 50 hours a week. I love adding it's possible to the beginning of new thoughts because it makes it lighter. And I get curious and feel better. It's possible. I mean, anything is really possible, right? So here's our new intentional model. Let's go through it. Our C, our circumstance is still the same thing, my current job. But our thought now has changed. Our T-line has changed. It's possible I add value to my job and work 40 to 50 hours a week. Now, when I think that, what do I feel, right? What's my F line? Might be confident. Now, when I feel confident, how might I behave? How might I show up in the world? So that's my action line, my A line. I might honor my calendar schedule. I might say no when needed. I might protect my time set boundaries around family time and work. I might prioritize my work. I might decide that B minus work is, is you know, better than nothing. You know, done is better than perfect, right? And the result, the R line, is that I add value in the work I do within my schedule. So do you see how this works so beautifully? This is what I do with my clients. It's about finding the cause of our habits, the cause of our patterns, why we do what we do. And when we discover that, change is so much easier. Listen, we're not going to beat ourselves up. We're not going to beat ourselves up ever again if we can help it. I don't want the judge. I don't want the derailers coming in and completely hijacking your world. What are you going to do? Are you, this, is, this is why it's so important. You get to understand with curiosity and fascination why you do what you do, not judgment. And if we don't take the time to really have some compassion and be curious with ourselves, we won't reveal our truths to ourselves. This is how you become more self-confident. You know what thought patterns you have, the feelings they create, and the actions you take that have become habits. And some of the habits may be good and some of them not useful. You do the work of diving deep into your mind and learning how it works and how you Reprogram it to be more useful so you can get to where you want to go. You love yourself no matter what. And that, my friends, is a beautiful thing. All right, go forth and start being the compassionate observer of your thoughts and see how that feels. All right, I'll see you next time.